0: Welcome to a very super special episode of Video Game Realness and Nintendo Love Fest. Ah! Ah! <laughs> so this is our premiere for our E3 coverage and we're starting off with Microsoft and today we have myself, Delvin, Michael, Hi, Cameron, Hello. and all the way from across the pond, We've Anthony.
1: Hello, thank you for having me on.
2: Well it's it's like a one big like cause cause this'll go on like our cross. feed too, so it's yeah, cross. It's like a cross. Yeah. yeah. So it's both an episode of VG Realness and, and an episode of Nintendo Love Fest. Yes. Yeah.
1: So you should be thanking us for having you on Nintendo Love Fest too. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes. yes. Thank
1: you Questioner?
0: Yeah. thank you, everyone all involved
2: in participating in this event. so for Nintendo love Fest, we're going to start off with Microsoft yes reasons
0: <laughs> so yeah, so that we've decided to join forces and and just do e three all together because of course Michael would and have to talk about everything twice and that's just time consuming and who's got time for that but we have decided to um, split up the uh, hosting and everything, so we're all going to be taking turns hosting uh, bits of E3, so you'll hear Michael, you'll hear Anthony, you'll hear myself, you'll hear Cameron uh, talking about the different parts of E3. So, with that being said, let's start with Microsoft. And they started out with um, kind of a uh, video showcasing all the different Microsoft properties and it had uh, Gears of War characters, it had Halo, it had I can't remember what else was it in the beginning, but it was, like, starting out, like, to a good, mm-hmm. um, epic feel. Um, and then they had a woman from 343 Studios come out. Um, she was a little bit flat in terms of her delivery, in my opinion. Oh,
2: I liked Bonnie. <laughs> <She always laughs> was nice. yeah, I was I like, I was like, yeah, like, let's start here, you know? And she uh, was I a don't... little
0: flat, and she was a little bit corporate in her delivery, and talking about things, and... Oh. innovations, and, like, she was just a little...
2: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I yeah. guess you gotta you gotta start out that way, like, I, maybe, I don't know. Hey,
0: it was great to see a woman doing, like...
2: Especially for, like, Halo. Yeah. Like, you know. So,
0: anyway, so they started out with that, they showed footage for Halo 5 Guardians, um, and then they introduced the Halo Warzone multiplayer, which is basically... PvP, but then there's also PvE elements mm. against, like, random zombies and stuff like that. So, I thought that was super interesting, super cool to see. Yeah. Um, you know that Halo is coming out October... October 7th, I October 7th? Believe. Yeah. Um, so, that was super exciting. What did you guys think? Um... I actually quite liked it but the problem I have with Halo is that I thought that the stuff going into the last Halo looked really good and then I played it and I was like this is not yeah good. W- w- the last like important Halo was yeah. what was it not Reach um, four. 4 Halo 4 yeah the one with the new studio and 343 I, I, three. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah I didn't which isn't technically it. a new studio it was like they kind of just like hired all the, the, the Bungie people that wanted to still make Halo and then the other and ones and then the other ones went and still remained Bungie right um, I don't know. To me, this... Okay, so I never played Halo 4. I owned Halo 3 and, like, probably played a few minutes of it. um, And then I played multiplayer Halo over the years. But I've never really sat down to play, like, a multiplayer... Or just a campaign Halo. Um, But this looked so cool to me. Mm -hmm. It looked a lot of fun. And I love that there was, like... Color, I think it's kind of fun that we're going like neon. Yes. this generation, like you know more last generation was grays and, and greens, yeah, and then and browns. Let's yes. not forget the browns, lots of browns. Um, but then, yeah, this year, uh, or this generation, like I feel like it started with Killzone Shadowfall that hmm. had like neon blues and oranges, yes. and then now they're like, let's do purples and like pinks and like all of that. And, and- I love Yeah. Yeah, magenta, exactly. And and I love that these are the things that we now get excited about.
0: (laughs) Our colours in our video games is like, ooh, yay!
1: Yeah. I I, think it's really weird that they didn't show much of Master Chief at all. Like, it's this new guy, Spartan, somebody or other. Yeah, And, like, he was the main character with his crew.
0: Well, from my understanding, wasn't it, like, what this... Halo is about is we're trying to find out if Master Chief is a friend or foe, and like yeah. somehow there's like, I think, at least from what I understood, I could be completely wrong, but there's like kind of two separate storylines that you play as like, uh, well, so one guy, though. and then you play as Master Chief, and then they the meet merge, in the middle somehow, yeah. and you find out, like you're finding, you're playing from one perspective, and then the other perspective through the campaign, and then you, at some point, they merge. Like, because I was watching... Um, a post-show yeah. where uh, they had one of the 343 guys and they were talking about the story, so mm-hmm. that's what I gathered from that. So, and Nathan Fillion.
2: Awesome. I he am
0: just like him. Wait, what? I, I missed something. Wait, Nathan This, Fillion, this is dude, he's Nathan Fillion. One Shut of, up! Yeah, uh, one of the characters ah! is uh, Nathan Fillion. I was not paying enough attention. Our country. goal
2: by the end of this is to get Cameron excited to get an Xbox One. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm close. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I think it looked really cool. This is certainly, um, like, it was the first inkling in years where I've wanted to get a an Halo. Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, or or not even a Halo, just like an Xbox, because I had a 360 previously, mm-hmm. and I liked it, but I bought it for Mass Effect, right? Mm-hmm. and then once it went PS3, I was like, I see no reason to ever return here again. Right.
1: And you, uh minds changing. Yeah. Can you play the single player like four player? Because when you're in that squad of four people, that'd be super cool. Yeah. If like we could play each of those people.
0: Yeah, you can do the co op you can do the campaign four players. Um, oh, that's so good. Like in home and I and I think online. a Hill Three was online, wasn't it? For camp yeah, it was. Cool. You could do the campaign online with friends. Because I remember playing it online with uh, one of my other friends. And we personally have played it local co-op. Oh, that was a good time. And done the whole campaign, like, start to finish on Legendary. We died a lot. No, no, hold on. You guys did okay. I, because I knew that so long as you guys didn't die, I could die. I just (laughs) picked up a shotgun and then just ran straight forward, took out as many as I could and died, and then
2: just let you guys revive me.
0: (laughs) It was great. Now I remember. Oh, let's play that again. (laughs)
2: So, that's an extra point for Cameron buying an Xbox One. It may happen, guys. I'm going to start a tally. One thing I I
0: also found that was interesting, um, they didn't make any mention to this game coming out for Windows 10. I assume that at some point it will, but they kind of just
2: left Windows 10 very vaguely in the... Quite a few of the things that... Yeah, because that's the thing. Every time it was coming to Windows 10, they made mention of yes. Xbox and, and Windows, Windows 10.
1: 10. But mm-hmm. don't forget, you can play it on your Windows 10 system by streaming it on Oculus VR. Yeah, and then they have yeah. this—they have the this <laughs>
0: streaming uh, software or something that's coming to Windows 10 that you can stream any Xbox game on your Windows 10 computer. So, and you play you with an Xbox to. controller, yeah. but you have to have oh, an Xbox yeah. One. So it's like it's like well, but. It's like just playing on another screen.
2: It, it, it doesn't you know make what any you sense. could do? You could literally just move the fucking screen yeah. where you're playing your Xbox. Yeah. And problem solved!
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, so I mean, Halo 5 Guardians, I mean, is going to be huge. The multiplayer, uh, I'm super excited for her. I don't know about you Cameron but yeah. I was just hearing about that I was like oh, oh interesting oh PvE God. and PvP in the same and, and it seemed like the arenas were like huge it wasn't they just big, say they were like bigger than like four times yeah bigger. it wasn't like just 6 on 6 or 12 on 12 it looked this looked like i don't know huge it was a bit like um what was it called Alterac Valley and yeah now? like it's huge. going on, but you can do multiple things at once yeah yeah, so it seems like it, 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 it there's gonna be a larger um, online presence for that um I mean I don't play a lot of first person shooters I don't know any other first person shooters that have really done the PvP and PVE at the same time would you know Cameron that not really not I've never really, really heard Call of Duty talk about it or you know no. any of the other big F first person shooters so I think this will be really interesting, especially on the eSports side of things. Yeah. Where I know that's something that they're really Mm. aiming
2: for. So that'll be interesting. I think a lot of the places are uh, specifically thinking about eSports now when they design a multiplayer. Because that is free long-term publicity Mm -hmm. for your game. Like, um random side note when I was watching streams like for the conferences on Twitch sometimes there would be an ad before it started and there's like an esports movie coming out so like yeah. if you are the game that's being played in this esports league like you're not even paying for all of this fucking advertising mm. about how people are spending hours playing yeah. their game yeah you know makes
0: sense I mean I'm sure they've probably funded somebody towards like some of these projects but yeah. I mean it's still really good representation game. Um, So after that, they moved on to show an exclusive from Inafume and the makers of Metroid Prime, which instantly got my Mm -hmm. antennae perked up. I was like, (gasps) Mega Man creator and Metroid Prime creators. I mean, these are like two of my most favorite series. Um, So they showed off a game, a female protagonist and a little robot, which was originally a dog.
2: And then it became a little bit of a
0: bigger robot. Yeah, and then it became a bigger robot. So the game was called ReCore. It's coming spring
2: 2016. Um, Did anybody else feel like this was, like, what Knack should have been? Kind of. like <laughs> No, because you know how, like, Knack was, like, he's got, like, the little core at the center of his thing, and he mm-hmm. can, like, shift and become a bigger thing, and here it's, like, you can take this core and place it In into another other robot. objects and bigger robots? Like, yeah. Like, it... But, like, made with, like, a bigger and better team. Yeah. And I I saw this and was just like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: And I, I got really excited. I was... I was... Okay, so... I mean, we all know I have an Xbox One. I generally don't play it very much, but... I mean, generally going through this whole conference, I was getting excited for games that I'm going to play on my console. Yeah. and And that was yeah, really exciting. Too. So... Seeing Recore, I mean, it seemed very much. I could see the influences from both Metroid Prime and, you know, Mega Man in a fume. I mean, there, I mean, it was just like robots and the the idea of taking the like spirit orb or whatever from one robot, putting it into another kind of mm-hmm. thing. So it definitely piqued my interest. What did what did you vote, you guys? I thought it looked great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not sure what it. About yet, but yeah. It's if I bit... if I did get an Xbox, this would one hundred percent be a game I would get. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean we yeah we don't know very much yet as terms of what the whole story is going to be about. Like, is it like is it a, what kind of game is it? Yeah. We, don't, we don't know.
2: To me, if it hits. Um... Actually, if it actually hits spring 2016, that still feels very immediate. To yes, me, for the first time showing this because and they know, didn't show that much. Exactly, because to me, it's like if you if you uh, say that something's coming out holiday 2015, that is like a game I'm about to purchase very soon. Considering it's already June, like years going fast. Um, spring 2016 feels like also very immediate. So mm-hmm. for this to be a brand new fully revealed title is very exciting. Yeah. What did you think, Anthony?
1: I thought it looked really great too. It was one of those um, the first sort of signs of the fact that we were getting more female-led games as well Mm -hmm. which is like throughout all of E3 but seeing that this was a a chick with a robot dog Mm -hmm. and also like another theme (laughs)
0: Dokes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of dogs. A lot of very common trend. There's Fallout dog, there's Robo dog, there was giant weird bird dog in. Oh, Last Horizon. Guardian? <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> oh, there's also <laughs> like Horizon mechanical right. future dog yeah. type things.
0: And of course, we can't forget the original that probably started the dog trend Call, Call of, of Duty, Duty dog. The, yeah, yeah. Well, no, was that Ghost? That was Ghost, right? Ghost,
2: yeah. 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 Like like Call of, of Duty. Oh call of doggy. Yeah, guys. Call of doggy. That's our first hashtag for the show. I have a notepad uh, in front of me. I'm starting them all. <laughs> I I just want to go through them at the end. They'll be like our bravely of... <laughs> default, you know? So call of doggy is our first one. <laughs> so, um... The other thing that
0: really that, sorry, I just need to have a moment. That that hashtag is like a year old. There was no dogs in this Call of Duty though. No, but whatever. <laughs> Who cares? Um what I think was also exciting about them showing this was that not only was Microsoft getting exclusives, but new IPs. Yeah. Like we're not just you know, taking, like, Tomb Raider and making it timed exclusive, or we're not just taking another game and making it exclusive to our console, like, you know, Street Fighter. It's a new IP. We're starting something new, and this is, like... This is a reason that you have to buy this console.
2: Yeah, which, which, as we'll get to later, other people have not done one fucking bit. (laughs) Yeah, that's... No. Yeah.
1: And these were, like, real exclusives rather than the first on Xbox. This was, like proper exclusives
0: yes and which is something that is lacking we'll get into i mean i definitely have to talk about that when we get to the playstation yeah. uh conference um but yeah that was really exciting um so moving on um phil spencer came out um and he was he's p- gay
2: everyone <laughs> No, I'm kidding. You said that
0: came out. Oh. I was (laughs) was like, wait, what? what? I was like, wait, was that something happening on Twitter that I missed during the conference? (laughs) Anyways. No game would address like that. Um, So anyway, he was talking about the Xbox brand and exclusive, um, showing that, and then, you know, drop the mega bomb, um, that Xbox One will have full native backwards compatibility. um, And I guess it's based on the... Uh, developers to, like, release it. They didn't really explain... not even
2: release it, literally just say, like, yeah, it's okay, and then I'm sure that, like, Microsoft just has copies of every ROM of all of them. Yeah. And then it sets it to go.
0: Yeah. So they didn't really quite explain how it's being done. I don't know if it's, like, some super mega emulator that's running on Xbox... Because it's, it's going to be able to take advantage of Xbox Live. It's going to be able to take advantage of the things that are on the Xbox One console, like the screenshots mm-hmm. and the replays sure. and stuff like that. Mm. So it's very interesting in how they're doing backwards compatibility. You know, in, in the past, when we've had backwards compatibility, the system flips back into its old mode, like mm-hmm. with uh, PlayStation 3, when it had the actual PlayStation 2, Two. chip in yeah, it. Yeah, I
2: used to have one of those. It yeah.
0: flipped back to the old system. We Actually went into GameCube, yeah,
2: and and even Wii U, you go into, into the Wii, Wii menu. And the other thing that's always been so frustrating to me about other types of backwards compatibility is then you lose all of the functionality of the current system. So I I always think about on the PS3, PS2 uh, emulation backwards compatibility. You press the the PlayStation button, and nothing, nothing happens. Like, yeah. You lose everything. You can't go... It can't just lift you out. Yeah. So this is really Yeah, exciting. this is
0: interesting in how this one is being done. Um, it didn't really explain, but it kind of alluded to that, like, you know, if you have Xbox mm-hmm. Live, you can still play online. I mean, I don't, I don't think there will be, like, cross online between... Well, it didn't even really explain. Like, yeah. if someone's on their 360 and I'm on my Xbox One, but I'm in doing a backwards compatible game, can I play with someone who's playing on their 360? Probably.
2: It's probably all the same servers, yeah.
1: Okay. Didn't they turn off some of their servers for games, like older games? Will the servers still be there?
0: Not for, Microsoft hasn't turned off any of their servers. Well, EA has turned off some of like depending on the game, like just off top of my head, uh, there's a Lord of the Rings Conquest game that, it's. So, okay.
1: I don't think that's
0: going to be one of the games. Look, <laughs> I'm just, saying, I'm just saying, and, the, and the probably I like, tried. and probably games like NBA Live, like 2000 or like anything pre 2013 or something. You, you know, they, whatever. Those ones will probably be turned off. Yeah,
2: well, and and you know that's fine. Like if the if that multiplayer component isn't still there, like you still have the single player. And when you think a little more in terms of 360. Um, It was only later in the cycle when online was a large component of every game. Yes, that's very
0: true. Um, So the other thing, too, uh, was that it was... The the backwards compatibility, if you have the game, you put the game in, and it, I guess, enables you to download the game. So all these games are actually downloaded. They're not run from your original disc. You have to
2: download them. So this clearly shows you... The old remnants of what was supposed to be the Xbox One when the disc had to be in the system to verify and connect to the internet. Oh yeah, Totally. that whole game sharing thing they mm-hmm. were originally planning to do. This is the same thing where it will read the disc, know that it can't play the disc, but know that it is, and then download and it then and allow you to play it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like the total opposite of what happened at E3 a couple years ago. Now they're saying it's yours and it's free, and you can do what you want. Like you know, <laughs> just
0: I mean, I mean, well, I'll talk about this more later. But just the whole change from how Xbox is perceived now versus you know back. When they initially launched, it's like night and day. Um, but anyway, I'll get into that more I think later. It's Phil Spencer oh, and totally. fucking Don Matrick being gone mm. as fuck. Yeah, well, so Phil Spencer like, has really yeah. pushed the the aspect of just games. Yeah, you know, even with Windows 10, like I mean, he's had an influence there as well, mm. and he's put a very uh, strong influence on like games and not just functionality with tv and netflix and and whatever which now i've seen sony starting to do Mm -hmm. which is kind of like it's just such a total role reversal i don't know how we ended up here but i like it (laughs) It, it's, it's just it's weird it's just weird to know two years ago you know microsoft was like television uh price is right and you know talking to your tv and connect and blah 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 they've Pretty much abandoned the Connect. Like they don't even like none of the games that they talked about here had met mention of Connect. But you can't even buy one anymore. Like yeah. I, can't,
2: I couldn't go to a Best Buy and like for just, $150 buy a just buy fifty dollars just buy Connect. No anymore. So
1: D O A.
0: Yeah, they've it's just one eighty. It's it's crazy. It's crazy in my opinion.
1: What they announced after the press conference as well is the new UI thing for Xbox, which is coming in the autumn as well. And that is adding like Cortana to the system. So they are going to use voice Mm -hmm. controls, but I think it's going to be like using the new controllers with the input. So you'll be able to talk to your Xbox via the controller.
0: Yeah, because now they're changing the controller.
1: Aside from the
0: Elite controller, which was announced, which we'll get to in a moment, the new controllers allow you to plug in like any regular headset. It's not proprietary.
2: Oh, Okay, when that's is this good. controller coming out? Because that's the one that I want to get bundled in with my Xbox. All the new systems,
0: I think they're launching starting in a couple weeks, if not already. Guys,
2: I have a birthday in two weeks. <laughs> like, can, we, can you all just pool your money together? Uh, <laughs> I was going to
0: say, my, my birthday's first, so... Girl. I'll buy you, like... I'll give you a gift card. So okay. you can, like... Put it towards How your purchase. How about you get me a gift
2: card, and, yeah,
0: that's that's good. Yeah. That's good. We'll work something out. Yeah. Anyway, um, so anyway, so yeah, they did, after that, show off this new Elite controller that they have, which has a ton of customizable options, uh, <laughs> swappable parts, like, levers on the bottom for, like, driving games. To and, shift your gears. Yeah. And, like, and, it
2: jerks you off while you play. <laughs> and, like.
0: It might as well. But, no, like, you can change the D-pad on it. You could change the joysticks on it. Um, it's a really cool controller. It's just fucking expensive as fuck. How much is it? How, was it, Anthony, you were telling how much it was? It's $150. Shut
1: up! And 130 pounds. So it's the same cost as, like, a 3DS. Well,
2: yeah. Okay, he, in the UK, gets totally fucked. 130 pounds would be, like, $230. Yeah,
0: that's... Canadian. That... Like, It'll probably be somewhere around that for us here in Canada. Like, probably $1.99. Because which
1: which means that no one will use it for anything like special. Like, it'll be like people will use it for perhaps um, like eSports, but no one will use it for actual games with any extra functionality because people just won't buy it. Exactly.
0: But, one of the things... Okay, so I think what's different about this controller versus, say... Um, I can't think of an example right now, but... I think that what's sense. different about this controller is that it just enhances the, the already controls that are there. Yeah. So, for instance, if you're playing a driving game, you can play with whatever regular controls, but you have it'll. It's very easy to just add in those options to use the levers on the bottom
2: kind yeah. of thing. Or I think about. Um maybe now, although the people might not agree with it, is like in a fighting game, you might not need a fight stick anymore because you can have your crazy, deep, patty thing. Exactly. So it's not... Or with a driving game, you don't need to buy a steering wheel because you've got the gear thingies. Exactly. So I think why this will still be supported is that
0: it doesn't... It's not like you have to have this controller in order to play certain games. It just enhances... Your previous control methods for fighting games, or driving games, or whatever the he- fuck you want to use it for—first-person shooters—you
2: could still use a, a, a existing controller. Does this come with like some kind of extra, like waterproofing? Because I feel like there's going to be a lot of sweaty hands just on this. As can do. And mountain dew, and Mountain yeah. dew. Is it mountain and Do- dew resistant? And is it Dorito resistant? You oh know. my god, I think I hope that those sticks are like Dorito, anti- resistant. Dorito like they've just been like coated in Teflon. Yeah. And like yeah. So that you
0: can very easily clean your Dorito fingers off.
2: You can literally dip it in water. <laughs> like put it through the dishwasher on like a rinse cycle.
1: Hashtag nonstick.
2: There we go. <laughs> oh my
0: goodness. Okay, so anyways, moving on from there. Um, They had more Fallout 4 footage that was shown from Bethesda, which was the day before. Um, We'll talk about, you know, Fallout 4 in more detail in our Bethesda uh, conference uh, podcast. Um, And then they announced that mods on PC will work on Xbox One for free. This is huge. That is huge. This is the thing. And nobody talked about it. I was like, why is nobody... Well, I don't... Okay, Mods and consoles have never played together Mm -hmm. because it's when you get a console game, here's the game, you get DLC, you get a day one patch because fuck, yeah, but you don't you don't get any kind of mods that I mean that's a huge thing that a lot of people love PC games for and will be like I'm not playing a console game because I want my mods. I want my Naked Skyrim mod. Yeah, You don't want your Naked Skyrim mod. It's horrendous.
2: (laughs) But I want my Caden Shepard Mass Effect 1 mod. Exactly. But, here's the thing. Yes, this is what I'm saying.
0: This kind of opens the door. Um, And I think think Windows 10 has a lot to do with this. Because, um, you know, it's going to be running the same operating system once it gets that upgrade. Uh, This is huge. Mm -hmm. This is a huge bridging of the gap between console Mm -hmm. and PC. Um, You might have more pc gamers now buy an xbox one which is i think is what i i think was what uh microsoft is going for yeah they're going for that pc market not necessarily to, to take away from it but just to have it as an additive i think yeah not necessarily be like oh don't play your pc games have both play some on this play some on this and windows 10 will support both use your xbox controller
2: for both yeah so they're trying to they're trying to bridge the gap. Microsoft is kind of killing it a little bit with like this Windows 10 rollout and the way mm-hmm. in which it really, you know, has an impact. Yeah, and like side note, yeah, if you have a pirated copy, you can still upgrade yeah. your, your pirated software to a legal version yeah. of Windows 10. They, they want fucking
0: everybody crazy. on Windows 10. Yeah. They want to, like, wipe the slate clean because Windows 8 was a disaster. Um, And, you know, they want to get people off Windows 7. They want everyone on the same playing field. And then I think there's just going to be more we're going to be seeing in terms of, like, the cross between Xbox and Windows 10. Yeah. So the mod thing, I think, is crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, Especially because Sony don't have it. No, like I can't. That was a the only reason yeah, to get Fallout on Sony. Like I don't know, are they offering a, a early beta? Beta, 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 beta? 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 Right, That's that right. beta. Oh, yeah. beta.
2: beta. Uh, but no, okay, they, I'll say, girl. they. um That's the thing. They. They did not say that this feature was necessarily exclusive to Xbox One. They did just say that on Xbox One you can do this. So the door is not necessarily closed. closed. But I certainly don't think it's open. I think yeah, like, I think for, it has okay, something the to do the with Windows 10. The door's not locked, but the door's closed. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very good analogy.
0: But no, I think I think Windows 10 has something to do with that um, allowing the use of mods and and how it's played or installed. Maybe when you get Fallout 4. For Xbox, it's actually just the PC version. <laughs> <laughs> like you literally no, you know, see like, discs. <laughs> and nobody tells you. It's no, just one you, day yeah, you just... need a PC and like, oh wait, this works. No, seriously. Because if it's Windows ten that's gonna be running on Xbox, yeah, and every and everyone's gonna have Windows ten, is there gonna be that much of a difference? It's it's, like the Xbox students. one is pretty much a PC.
2: Yeah.
1: Sorry, what did you say, Anthony? It's like how you can put the Sims in a PC and a Mac, and it still works either way. It's like yeah, a disc.
0: It might. I like. I. I'm not saying maybe it'll be exactly the same disc, but I think the game that you play on PC and the like the game and how it's programmed it for, for Xbox
2: One are going to be the same. It's like different Fallout Four dot on a disc. Yeah, but for Xbox One and PC, and then the PS4 one will be different. I feel maybe. I mean, because it's. The PS4 still runs on the same system architecture, but it's, like, different-ish. Yeah. Anyway. Anyhow. That is exciting. Yeah. And we'll talk lots more about Fallout 4 uh, in our Bethesda episode, so please note that that is also available to you to listen now as well.
1: Yes. Please look forward to it.
2: It's already available. You can do it simultaneously. (laughs) Simultaneously. Um, so, Peter Moore
0: then came out, uh, was talking about EA Access, uh, EA Access being their uh, monthly subscription service for $5. Um, and uh, so, they're adding Titanfall uh, to it this summer. So, for five, if you subscribe to the service, you can go and play Titanfall, download it for free, and play. It's
1: this week. This week. Oh, I thought it was in the summer. No, that's that the, was this week. It's yeah. um, Thinkabob's in the summer, Dragon Age is the summer.
0: Uh, thing about Snap. Oh, okay. Titan face. Titan okay. All right. Um so and then this week they're giving EA access free to everyone with Xbox Live Gold to lure you in. Um, and then they showed off Garden Warfare 2.
2: They've literally got a giant van, and they opened the side of it, and we're like, "Come in, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just EA just, access, come here, I've got candy." Pretty like, much, and
0: and I guess they're doing that to hopefully lure people to to then pay for this. I mean, it's really not that bad. I no, mean, when you think about it, five dollars a
2: month is super cheap. It's less than your Netflix. Yeah, it's like I I think the thing that they're gonna need to work. Towards, and we certainly won't get there yet, but is some kind of like guarantee of uh, a two or three month post release guaranteed on EA Access? Yeah. Because um, if you could have that, I think you'd have a ton of people signing up because you'll, you'll always have the people who will just go, fuck it, I need it day one or in the first three months. Yeah. But then you could have a whole ton of other people. Who knowing that they can play this game three months later for yeah. only five bucks yeah. is crazy. And yeah, there's the, there's the discounts that they offer with it
0: um, for new games, and you get it earlier than everyone else. I mean, it's it's actually a pretty innovative idea. I mean, it's you just kind of frown at it because it's EA and. EA is kind of, like, they the totally company. No,
2: they've but, totally changed. Yeah, they have changed. I read a really good article about how they've switched over the last couple of years, and it's since, like, their new CEO, who they described as the human equivalent of a fist bump, um, <laughs> has taken over. Um, and, yeah, oh my god, when that... When,
1: <laughs> is it Hoop God? Is Hoop God there, Lucio? Yeah. Oh my
2: god. Hoop <laughs> oh god. god? Oh god, yeah. Yeah. please let's... And that's in our EA episode for oh you god. to listen to. Please, <laughs> uh, please, anyway. Um,
0: so, anyway, uh, they showed off Garden Warfare 2. I mean, I, I didn't care for Garden Warfare 1. I played it, and it just seemed like a money grab because you buy the game, and then you have to buy packs to actually get more plants and all that nonsense. And I mean... You literally, like, whenever you first get the game, you literally can't play the game. Yeah. You can go in and you can press like, one button to shoot with your little like... The pea shooter you thing. You couldn't set up any, like, defenses or anything because you have to unlock them. It's just like... Yeah. I wanted that game to be okay. I, I wanted to like Yeah, you were
2: rooting for that game. I
0: load that game. I yeah. <laughs> tried
2: it. Like, I'm really, not what I wanted you to be. I'm really hoping that... With EA's recent change-ish of heart, that they will uh, do a little less micro-transacting on uh, a game that you've already paid money for, let alone $40. I
0: think that game, honestly, what would make that game more appealing to more people is was free-play. You already have
2: to buy a whole bunch of crap in the game anyways. Just make it free to play. Why am I having to... They haven't necessarily said that this one isn't yet, have they? No. But Garden Warfare
0: 1 should definitely be free to play. Yeah. Yes, it was cheaper. It was only a $30 game or something. Okay. Well, in Canada, I guess it was. But I think it was $29.99 in the... Rude. But... Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, who cares about that? Next game they showed uh, was Forza 6. Speaking of um, who cares about that, yeah, and then they had like some Ford car fall from, from the ceiling, ceiling.
2: <laughs> and then I like the description of fall from the ceiling because if it fell from the ceiling, <laughs> yeah. that would have been fucking awesome. It literally just like okay, boom, okay, right, it, it yeah. was lowered from the
0: ceiling very slowly in an epic y, show off y way. I don't even know, I mean. <laughs>
1: Force this is not, like the last remnants of old E3s in the fact when they used to bring out cars and celebrities all the yeah.
0: yeah. Lowering that car onto the stage, the amount of money it took to do that probably could have fully funded Shenmue. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fuck
2: off. Um, yeah, I'm sure, like, Ford paid for all of that. Probably.
1: But, but um. Henry Ford III himself.
2: Yeah. Yes. yes. That was yes. the other thing that really.
0: Uh, First of all, let me just side note and say, Henry F- Henry Ford third. anyone who names their child after themselves and just sticks a number on it, I just, I'm so, I think that's ridiculous. Hashtag white people things. <laughs> don't, don't post that one. Yeah, that is just, that is just a white people thing. I'm sorry. Love, love all my white people folks, no. but that is just some bullshit, okay? No. Some straight up bullshit. Just
1: called Henrietta.
2: <laughs> is she actually?
1: No,' that so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> What are you talking about? Theres no daughters in the Ford family. Yeah uh anyway, yeah. so
0: Forza Six, I mean, Forza has its huge following um of of some, dads. Uh, yeah, of dads, but the people are actually saying that Forza is starting to overtake Gran Turismo in terms of the like authentic car simulator game, Well, I yeah, because they like games all the time. Yeah, no. I always just
2: think it's the same thing. Well, because, okay, let's just think about it this way, is that, like, Gran Turismo, I felt like they released the last one and people were like, whoa, Flaming Turd, and then, um... <laughs> well,
0: Gran Turismo, ugh,
2: anyway. It's been on a downhill spiral. So, yeah, I feel like, and, and... Um, there's a lot more marketing behind Forza. I feel like Microsoft puts the dollars behind marketing Forza, Mm -hmm. whereas Sony doesn't do that behind Gran Turismo. And they also just release Forza way more frequently, which if you're thinking about it, like, if you're someone that likes those games, you'll probably want to play more than one every eight years. Yeah, And, like, that's the schedule for Gran Turismo. Yeah,
0: Gran Turismo, I think there was one, one on PlayStation, two
2: on PlayStation 2, Yeah. And then... Two on PS3. And two on PS3. But, like, the the second one on PS3 was, like, Flaming Turd. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, I don't know. I've never played this. Yeah, so. anyway.
0: So, that one is coming out September the 15th. Um, great. <laughs> Anyways, uh, then Bandai Namco came out, and then they showed off that Dark Souls 3 is happening. It's a thing. And that's coming early 2016. The trailer didn't really show very much. It was just kind of like a cinematic...
2: <laughs> to me, no, oh, good. it was shocking to me because um, I haven't really like observed anything about Dark Souls since like the first one or since Demon Souls which was that was the first one right I don't know all I know is there's like Dark and Demon anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, since like an early one so this looked like way more I thought they were like unveiling a new IP or something um, so it was certainly interesting to me but the difficulty level in this will never have me playing it ever <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't I don't pers-
0: I personally don't care for those games just because I always hear about people saying how like incredibly difficult it is and not that I don't like difficult games but when it's just known that that's what it's for it's just like okay that's too much yeah right like when like like the purpose of the game is to be difficult and make it frustrating that doesn't appeal to me yeah. for me personally I know like people are going, buck well for bloodborne and love it and that's fantastic i'm not shitting on this game i am just saying for me personally i do not want to sit down and be frustrated
1: yeah agree when you just smash those controllers they have to buy the new ones yeah yeah exactly
2: (laughs) but could you imagine smashing one of the elite controllers (laughs) just die just just give up on that right there Girl. (laughs) girl anyway anyway Um,
0: so then, uh, next was Tom Clancy's, uh, The Division was shown, um, and then they also showed Rainbow Six Siege, which I was getting confused between which one was The Division and which one was Rainbow Six, so I have now just renamed Rainbow Six Siege as the Save the White Girl game. Yeah, because I, because remember the trailer they showed in last year's Ubisoft one no. with the voice acted uh, no. sequence, no. and they were trying to save the, so they were trying to save the white girl. No. They're going into some <laughs> suburban home. Anthony, do you remember this? No, <laughs> I remember. I okay, remember it. Cameron remembers. Anyways, so the division is the one where it's Christmas. It's Christmas,
2: and... There was, like, a mechanized virus that killed people, and Rainbow Six Siege is just, like, society's still, like, normal, but you're just, like, badass spy of teams with guns and and technology and and Angela Bassett, and that's coming (laughs) into the Ubisoft episode. Yeah,
0: check out the Ubisoft episode. We'll talk about uh, those two games more. Um, because there was something that I didn't like about the division, which was shown in the Ubisoft one. Uh, but anyway, they just showed a bit of a, a
1: trailer uh, for both in the Xbox One, whatever. Next, the, Div- the division thing is crazy though because it is set at Christmas, but it's coming out in March. Yeah, Best <laughs> opportunity. Like, yeah. Talk yeah. about
2: like the one time you actually have the perfect tie-in to releasing something in holiday. Yeah. Oh, did well. Bandit
0: 2 come out uh, during Christmas? No, it came
2: out, out in March. Why did no. I didn't do this? No, it Why Why came in this? October. Okay, or that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no. Donkey Kong was the missed opportunity. Tropical Freeze. Oh, for yeah. summer? For, yeah. for like a summer Dairy Queen tie-in. Yeah, in. I know. Uh, well, no, because... No, no it's Splatoon. That is so
2: right. Splatoon <laughs> has a tie-in. You know, not only to Dairy Queen, they have like... Yogurties. Yeah, Yogurties and Dairy Queen. And Dairy Queen. So
0: Splatoon has a tie-in, which... I don't even know how you get squid ink and ice cream
2: together when
0: you had a don-
2: soft serve machine. It's just kind of like. Yeah. But the game was good. It's not like it was a turd. That would have been a better tie. Yeah. And it's just like.
0: <clears throat> but Donkey Kong was the missed opportunity. Totally. Anyways.
2: Absolutely.
0: Um, oh. <laughs> so, oh no. So then they showed off uh, Xbox and Windows 10 getting an exclusive uh, gigantic. Um, which is a free-to-play game. This was my favorite one in the whole Microsoft show. So, what was this game? Was it like a four-player? Like it yeah, it's like a MOBA that, like, rather than being all clicky, it's sort of closer to Smite, kind of closer to, like...
1: like it, was all, it, it was good. Like, is it was good! <laughs> yeah, I love this...
0: Like, the, the soundtrack it was like really This
2: was an Ubisoft game as well. Oh, was oh. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, it was. But it's, it's exclusive, or...? Yeah, Gigantic. I think it's exclusive, but it's definitely an Ubisoft game. Oh. The logo came up. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess we'll be talking
0: about that in the uh, Ubisoft show, which... But they didn't really show it there.
2: <laughs> no, because
0: I, I was paying attention, because I wrote the notes for the Ubisoft one, but I don't remember that being there. No, it's developed and published by Motiga. It's... It is okay, you sure? must be getting
2: confused with another game. Wait, was gi- which one was Gigantic?
0: It was... There was a game by Ubisoft that looked like Gigantic. Like, it had that cell-shaded kind of oh. look.
1: Gigantic looked like it should be made by Rare, but wasn't? Yes. Yes.
0: If Rare made a MOBA. That's what this game was. Yeah. That's 100% it. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, uh, they then went off and showed off a bunch of random indie games really quickly. Um, I don't remember very many of them to be honest uh, then they showed off Tacoma which was an indie game that was shown off coming in 2016 um, but the indie game that I found to be the most interesting was Cuphead yes
1: Yo, that looks amazing it looked cool yeah
0: so Cuphead is a um, 30s cartoon style animation everything is hand drawn um, and the other thing that I thought was really amazing was both the developers are Canadian um, both is and their brothers, and one of them is super hot. <laughs> yeah. and, nice and from Toronto, but that's like completely irrelevant. The game itself looks super cool. Um, it is a like a nineteen forties, nineteen
1: thirties cartoon. 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 Everything's comes- It looks how it is full. Yeah, it looks
0: crazy. <laughs> the yeah. animation is really good. It kind of reminded me of Castle Crashers a little bit, mm-hmm. um, just because mm-hmm. of the, the frantic yeah. pace of everything that was going on all at once. And then it also kind of reminded me of an old, like I don't know how many people played this game, Mickey Mouse Capade for NES, <laughs> old old game. But like it was a it was a uh, Disney game where you play as Mickey and Minnie and like a fucked up, crazy. Disney World Gone Wrong. Okay. And that's what Cuphead kind of reminded me of, like all these like crazy Disney This
2: kind of looked to me a little again getting that it's not Disney but looking so similar to it reminded me of what everyone thought Epic Mickey was going to be based Mm. off of remember when there were those like initial like, you know, hand-drawn pieces of art for the game and all of that, and everyone was like, oh my god, this game is going to be, like, totally done in this style, and then they played it, and they weren't yeah. so much into it. I was um, like, oh. Yeah, this reminds me of of that, for sure. It, it looks cool, and I loved at the end of the trailer, when they were, like, coming in 1936 plus 80 years. Plus, yeah, that <laughs> was super cute, I thought. <laughs> um, Yeah, Um I just quickly wanted to say Tacoma looked super cool to me. That was the, like, you're on some kind of, like, space station, or or yeah. it was like it looked a little survival horror horrory. Okay, yeah, i trying trying remember...
1: who made Gone
0: Home. Yeah, I was trying to remember no, what was so. going on with that game, and I like I don't remember. <laughs> Wrote down word. Moving on. Yeah. Oh my god, Cuphead. Yeah, pretty much <laughs> is what happened when I was writing the notes.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, do you do you have anything that you remember about Tacoma or Cuphead, Anthony?
1: I just know Tacoma is the people who made Gone Home. I think. So that's why everyone's excited about it, because everyone loves Gone Home. Oh,
2: cool. Okay. Um, So one of the things that... uh, After they announced all the indie stuff... There was another indie game I thought looked really cool, and I can't remember the exact title. It was, like, Behind Eyes or, like, Below
1: Eyes. Oh, that was the woman who was wearing the really terrible dress. Oh, was that Microsoft? I can't remember. Yeah, that was Microsoft. That was... Another one of my favorites. I
2: thought that was so cool because it's about this girl who's blind and so then the way in the world like it works is she's walking around and only little snippets of what's directly around you based off of like what your senses can tell you mm-hmm. in your immediacy shows up on screen and I thought that was so cool and it basically looks like some kind of watercolor-ish painting. painting. <laughs> like, it, it just seemed like such a cool concept and it looked really nice. Yeah. Um, and that was another thing where I was like, whoa, Xbox. Yeah! And, like, <laughs> okay. you're so absolutely. different. Absolutely, absolutely. There was a lot of... So, good job, because I know the guy that runs ID at Xbox, Chris Charla, and, like, good job to them because they are consistently delivering on, like, showing... First off, giving a big portion of the show to to um, the indies, mm-hmm. and then you know letting them individually come out because a lot of the other places will kind of show a reel and say these are indie games and they're cool and you've asked for them, and, but like the developers actually got time on stage, mm-hmm. which I felt was a little rare.
0: And I, again, this is a this is one of those role reversal moments because. When we think to Microsoft three, four years ago, if you talk to most indies, they would have very negative things to say about the experience of working with Microsoft and trying to get games published on Microsoft mm-hmm. consoles. So, I mean, that's definitely looking like it's changing drastically. And, and I mean, the indie scene in general is it's just this whole giant culture. It's ginormous. Yeah. We need it's to do an episode though. on that one day. Yeah. One day. Yeah. day. Okay. Um, and then part of the the uh, stuff that they announced as indies, then they uh, announced the Xbox game preview, which is, I guess, similar to like Steam Greenlight, where you can preview yes. and try games before uh, they're completed and then send in your feedback and stuff like that. So developers have an idea. Do people like their game? Because I mean, sometimes I guess if you're working on a game and you think it's the greatest idea ever, mm-hmm. and then or you have you come up with a level and you think it's great and you think it's easy to, for people to do, and then they play and then everyone's like, no, this is, mm-hmm. this is too hard. I can't do it. Or so it's good to have that type of uh, input. I think for indies because mm-hmm. um, they may not necessarily always have testers that they can.
2: Um, yeah they don't have a QA team yeah you know so that that's I think it's a good program I think that there will be a lot of people that will get frustrated with the program because yeah. they won't understand exactly what it is they're doing mm-hmm. and what it entails but We'll see. You yeah. know,
0: I, I, there is a bad side to this. Um, when you look at what Steam Greenlight actually is right now, it is a sea of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot of $10 games that people stole the assets from, like, asset packs or something, put together the exact same game that everyone else is putting, put $10 on it, and you can't get a refund. Like, it's that kind of thing, which is well, why it's it, changing it, for Steam. It, yes, so that's nice. The good thing about Xbox, though, is that they will have everything that you have that you put up on this uh, like preview thing. You have to have a free demo. Like you can't just put the you can't just put a ten dollars shit fest. Yeah, people will be able to see that before they purchase, so that's nice. But yeah, um, the green light has kind of put a sour thought in my head for. This sort of this early access—it's it, been abused. It, Simple as that, and hopefully it won't have that same thing happen. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that Microsoft will have a, a stronger influence, or kind of a you know overseeing and making sure that hopefully. it's not just like Steam, where it's just like yeah, whatever,
2: put up whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. Go nuts. Um, so this wasn't actually. So it was Ion that was shown. Um, which so the next thing that was shown was Ion, which is from the creator of Daisy, mm-hmm. um, named Dean Hall. Oh, okay, uh, so it's like his next game. Oh, Daisy, finished
0: Daisy. What's he doing?
2: <laughs> Daisy has been finished for for like it's still a couple no, of it's, years. Like it's still it gets updates. Yeah, but, but like, they
0: still haven't done the official release. That's, oh, really? That's what a lot of
2: people are actually like. That, that's the that, a
1: green light game, isn't it? That's still yeah, a
0: green light
2: game. really it's, because like.
0: Okay. A lot of people are actually really (laughs) pissy with him right now because... He's making another game and and he hasn't finished. And it it keeps, like, getting more progressively and progressively more broken kind of thing. Fun. So, mmm... Was In- I was like, "Oh, girl, what are you doing out there? Got a game?" That I thought finish. it was out. Maybe I did too. But maybe it really
2: isn't is- there like some other game? So Zed many, or something? so Sorry, sure, we should really clarify. It's Day Zed. Oh, yes. okay. we are a British and Canadian like panel here. Yes, yeah. Day Zed. <laughs> um. So
0: I I totally wrote that down wrong. Then so it was Ion was the next game that was shown. Yeah. Okay. Um, any thoughts on that game? no I don't even remember it I just—I don't, I don't remember
2: mean, it like, either there was a baby it kind of reminded me of that Sarah Pauly movie Splice if anyone remembers no it was like, no no okay no. thanks Anthony
0: okay. do you no <laughs> no <Nope. laughs> <laughs> moving on next was Rise of the Tomb Raider um so then they uh showed off um as the opening well not opening sorry they showed off a um opening sequence of some sort and uh looks like she... She didn't get a haircut, no, actually. She, she did not. was um, so just hit it. it. Yeah, it was tucked somewhere behind. Yeah. Uh, so it looked like she got a haircut, but I was watching a post-show again uh, that was talking about... Um, Laura and how she didn't get a haircut. She just, whatever, tucked it up.
1: In her, the, the, her... the funniest bit in that trailer was when she left her friend to die. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> okay, so yeah, they showed
0: the... the the sequence where the two of them are trying to, like, traverse up this mountain um, with, like... What are those... those snow ice picks. picks? Ice picks. And they're going up, and,
2: and, and they're actually tethered to each other, Which, right? by the way, the thing that bugged me about that the most was that when they, like... When she first attaches the tether, it looks like a tiny little cord. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's, like, the world long, Yeah.
0: But then, okay, so anyway, they're going up the mountain or whatever, and then she falls... And then, like, fall falls. But the guy's still there hooked onto the thing. Uh, Actually, in real life, if she fell, guess what? They're tethered together. He's going down, too.
2: Well, he's probably not going to be able... Like, he might still actually, like, if he's really strong, might be able to hold on. But he's not going to be like, oh, one arm. Pull you up. I'll pull you up. like, Like let's
1: be real, she slammed into an ice wall. She would have broken her back.
0: Yeah. She was done. With the force (laughs) that she fell... Unless he was like actually planted into the wall, like I don't think you're strong enough to be able to hang on as someone is like, you know, dragging you down yeah. with
2: such force. Yeah, because it's but, not just whatever her weight is. There's also the velocity. Exactly. Associated with exactly. That. So, but
1: it's hashtag
2: vid- calculus. But
1: then when she, when she swings back up and gets off, she just like cuts the rope. Bye. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she swing Yeah, she swings back up and like. It was just like, girl, bye, and just left the other dude that she was there with, and just took off, and would like. she was like, every man for himself, and was just like, bye. (laughs) I thought that was hilarious,
2: but um, it looks really interesting. The dude also seemed a little meaty to be ice-picking his way up. He's the
1: dude from the first one. He's her friend from the first one. Okay. Wait, He loved... uh, Tomb Raider. When you say yeah. first one, you mean like PlayStation first one? No, no, no. Like the, the last one. The, okay, the, the, new one. The, okay, he, he's part of, She's got like a crew of four or five people, and um, he's one of them. Okay, yeah, he looks a little bit beefy. Yeah, but
0: whatever. I guess he is very muscular underneath. Apparently, all of that. Yeah, because she can fall and he can still hang on. Yeah. So anyway, um, the game looks really good. Uh-huh. Um, and I guess I. I guess I, I don't remember this, but I guess it
2: was confirmed last E3 that it's a timed exclusive. It was, I don't know if it was, conf- okay, last year they showed it at E3 and it was like just after E3 that it was like, yeah, it's only coming to Xbox yeah. One. And then it was like, oh, okay, it's like timed exclusive, but I think the time on that is long. Yeah, like it's gonna be. At least... oh, I don't
1: think so at all because they're saying it's timed for holiday. So I think like come February, it's on PlayStation.
2: But yeah. five months is still a long time.
0: But I don't know. I I I don't know. I don't remember this, and I remember there was also another conversation that was talking about this and uh, about Tomb Raider, and and when it was mentioned again, how it was like only for X- Xbox. It, like, it didn't say first. Like most games yeah. were say were saying first to this or
2: like you I think know. they probably paid some extra money to be able to not have to say first and uh, carefully at the end the way that Phil Spencer worded like the the exclusivity he said you know Xbox One is the only place that you can play all of these games including Tomb Raider or Rise of the Tomb Raider exclusively this holiday. This holiday being the yeah. key word okay. where like yeah, that's
1: also, true. Rise of the Tomb Raider is also coming to three sixty as well. Is so, it? Yeah, so that was hard This needs
2: to fucking okay.
0: stop. Okay, okay,
1: okay. <laughs> but also you'll be able to buy the three sixty version and play it on your Xbox One. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: I'm sorry, I don't understand this trend that we have of continually releasing games on now three like no. It will it's be three years. years. It will be three years old, like three years that we're into the new generation. Yeah. Like,
2: yeah,
1: stop. Yeah, <laughs> like See, that's why the backwards compatibility thing is such a weird step. It's really good for consumer rights that we can play our old shit, but three years into a life of a cycle, we shouldn't want to anymore. Yeah, it's it's
2: very odd. It's a nice thing, don't get me wrong, but it's it's I don't know. It's just... I I think that, and again, Phil Spencer said it best when he was like. There's, like, no reason, especially if you're an Xbox 360 owner, not to get an Xbox One. Because now, you can play your old shit, you don't need to worry about that, just buy the new system, play the new games, it's, like, it's fucking time, you know? Yeah. Um,
0: But, with that being said, why are we still putting out, you know, Rise of the Tomb Raider and Metal Gear Solid V? Like, that blows my mind. I understand some of these games, because they were clearly in development for a long time. True. This like, didn't... The last Tomb Raider come out just at the end of the last cycle, so it's not like they were... And then they came out with the definitive edition. Exactly, so it's not like they weren't... Yeah. Unless they were working on it, like, well in advance what the
2: fuck Yeah, it, it probably make sense. weren't based off of Square Enix initial like we didn't think it sold
1: well that's yeah. the reason why because I know that they've got to sell like 11 million copies before they although can it they're taking so out like, a 12th mortgage.
2: okay side
0: note too I find it really funny I know this is what we're going to talk about in the Square conference but how much now there's like all these Tomb Raider games popping up and they consider this game like a failure like two years ago Oh, it didn't sell enough. But So at what point did they start developing all these Tomb Raider games because they thought that one was a failure? Did they start developing these ones because they thought that one was a failure? Or did they finally hit their target of, you know, 12 it million six copies? Million, six
2: million was their target. Okay. Yeah.
0: Did they hit their target and then decide, okay, now we're going to? Maybe. <laughs> I, I find that interesting. Anyways. Um, so... New, uh, no, sorry, where am I? I lost my phone. The Rare Collection, um, was announced. (laughs) Oh, Anthony, come on. Okay, so... (laughs) It's like a dollar a game. That is so... that That is shady. That's... Okay, that's my issue, too. It's coming out this August, and... A lot of those games that are that are going to be coming out, I mean, they're worth a lot more than the price tag that's attached to this game. It's great for us as, like, you know, consumers. Great. $30, I can get all these, these 30 great games. But I don't know. I just feel it's so insulting to Rare as, like, a developer and a company to take their whole library and be like, here you go, $30. <laughs> it's
2: like a bargain, bitch.
0: Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know. Like, this I, for me. bargain
2: bin realness. It, it, to me, I, like, that's. You know just what's going to be way funnier is when this is $9 on Black Friday. Yeah! Or like,
0: like, you know, it's like once you,
2: you get it for free, like, if you buy an Elite controller or something on Black
1: Friday, or like. So each game's like 30 cents then? Well,
0: like, hold on a sec. Like, Banjo Kazooie is currently on. X, like, you can buy it on Xbox through their Marketplace or for like 8 bucks or something. Uh-huh. And there's. Out of the games that are all honest, the games that people probably actually want to buy, there's maybe like three of them. So if each of those are $8, and then, I don't know, Battletoads I think is up for like 2 or $3, it's going to add up to $30. Like, they're. N-
1: there's I know a lot of there's 30
0: like, games, but I would say a like lot 22 of, those... of them are games nobody's ever gonna buy. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: no, I know, but at the same time, I get, I get, get it. But... Exciting!
1: Oh my god, that's my cameo. Cameo is good. Game.
0: There's Viva Pinata, Blast Corps, Jet Force Gemini's on there. I like, don't know how these games are. <laughs> they are really popular. They were very popular rare games in the N64 days. Okay, uh-huh. they were. I, I know maybe you not at, might not have heard of them or played them. But they were very popular games, and that's why for me it just kind of just kind of stings a little to see it just reduced
2: to like thirty dollars. Like scrape, and they're just putting some hydrogen peroxide on it. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna buy it. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm
0: gonna buy it and play it because I there's a lot of those games that I do love and enjoy. But um, the thirty dollars and that kind of just stung a little. Ah, uh, just just buy it twice. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't love it that much.
2: <laughs> okay, well then there we <laughs> it I out. Just, I
0: think what they should have done was like release it into like two separate okay discs. Anyway, no big deal. Um, so then they showed off a new uh, rare IP, uh, Sea of Thieves, which is kind of so I guess being uh, marketed as like an MMO, I think. Kind it, of, it didn't. I only it, got that based off people commenting on Twitter, I didn't, Yeah, I didn't get that feeling. I didn't get that it. feeling from the
1: game. You saw people's usernames above their. Uh,
0: yeah, so yes, other people are involved in the game, but um, I don't know. I I personally was not like,
1: wow about this game. <laughs> See, I was, I thought yeah, it was you so lo- good. look like pirates.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he loves pirates and he really wanted um uh the Assassin's of Creed. yeah. Which didn't happen. No.
0: So I mean I I think we need to see more on the game. I'm not going to uh cast any judgment on this game. Um I don't have high hopes because Rare is not the company it once was. So I'm going to reserve further judgment until we I see more about I it. I
2: wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily dismiss hopes because if you think about it this way they were kind of forced to make Connect's to connect sports rivals and banjo kazooie nuts and bolts was clearly not a banjo kazooie game but that was only because people were expecting a banjo kazooie game because they were able to slap that license onto it like their ability to maybe make a game might still be good just not to make a banjo kazooie game, mm-hmm. which is where a lot of people place that, and then they were also just given shitty properties to work with. Right,
1: so. it should just like wait a year and see if Thieves will be released as DLC for the rare collection for like a dollar.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh,
1: ouch,
0: the shade of it all. I just know that the song that was playing during that was like two notes off from the Pirates of the Caribbean song, and I was, it was driving me batty, because it was like... I'm like, no! Ah! <laughs> That's good.
2: Um,
0: so then after that, they went on to show uh, Fable Legends, uh, and just showed off some more gameplay for it. Please so don't it suck. Said it was coming out this holiday, so again, Fable Legends is the four-player... It's like yeah. gold-lit. Yeah, but it's the it's got the asymmetrical gameplay. No, it's like one person right. runs the dungeon and everyone else is trying to get through it. So it's four-on-one. Or is it three-on-one? I don't fucking know. Okay. I think it's four-on-one. I'm not sure. Okay. So that's coming out this holiday. I mean, they've talked about that a lot last E3, so there wasn't very much that they really yeah. talked about. It was just like, hey, remember this game? It's coming up holiday. Yeah. Which is something I kind of wished... Other companies had done today with other games that we've seen ad nauseum before. But anyways, we'll get to that later. Um, So then they um, went in and talked about their partnership with uh, Valve VR um, and talked about the Oculus um, and how you can use the Xbox One controller With the Oculus Rift, it's going to come packed in with every Oculus Rift. Um, And then they uh, talked about the HoloLens and how it will change gaming. And this blew my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Mind to... Mind blown.
2: Yeah. I thought, like, what an amazing way to demo that.
0: Yeah. So anyway, what we're talking about is... They uh, showed a demo of the HoloLens and hooked a camera up to it in a way that we would see it through watching it, and it was a demo of Minecraft, um, and as we know, Minecraft is a very, like, basic, blocky-looking blocky game. Um, so someone was playing, the the girl that was uh, playing on her surface with this other person who was on the HoloLens... Um, she was playing on the on the surface he was playing on the screen initially but then they moved this moved it off the screen and onto a table and then the the world that they were playing in Minecraft became a 3D space right there on the table like know, and you yeah. could see it in what? front of you like through the camera and the way that yeah. they were showing it it was like
2: why like, <laughs> they when they first showed like it through the camera that had the holo lens on it, I was like, that is so crazy. And then, as if that wasn't crazy enough, was then when they showed the other camera without a holo lens of it, of just the table. Yeah. Nothing there. There was nothing was there. Like, oh my god!
1: Yeah. Like that was so crazy. Like I think it looks uber cool, but like this is never coming out. Because it's going to be so expensive that, like, it just like with the average Minecraft player is like ten. That's like,
0: very true. No
1: one's going to be like fucking dropping this these glasses so the kid can play Minecraft when you can just play it on your PC or whatever. And this this it's going to be like Google Glass. They were talking about it for ages and ages and ages, and they might do a few developer kits, but this will never come out as a product. It's just too expensive. Know. I think the
2: one thing that's different here is that. Um, Google Glass was kind of the only one where it was trying to deliver that product, whereas I saw a really interesting post-show interview with Oculus yesterday, and they were talking about how, like, they said, like, oh, like, how do you feel about the fact that there's, like, HoloLens and Morpheus and Oculus? Like, there's so many things. And the guy said, like, this is really promising because for us... It's like not so much like we want people to choose Oculus and to choose our experience, but the harder thing is to get this out in front of people to see that VR is a thing you need and by having so many different competing things that will all be advertising at the same time. Right. You'll see it much more than if it's just one, one company product trying to do one thing. Yeah. Like if it's a whole scalable, like, you know, I think there is a little more promise for this than there is Google Glass. Um, one of the things that, for
0: me, I thought the demo was very interesting. It was cool to be able to see, um, not just, like, how they were able to show it through the camera, but the ways that you could interact in the Minecraft world and, and do stuff. Like, they were actually going inside the 3D space and, like, inside rooms and things like that, and they were showing that. Um... Personally, I've never understood Minecraft as a game. I still like. I want to understand it. and I'm just like I don't like. I watch people play it, and it. I the concept is so lost on me.
2: So but it's I would like have every child ever. I swear to God, every person I work with will talk about how all their kids is yeah. play Minecraft. Yeah, I like. I'm with you. I've never understood the appeal, but like I kids mean, apparently love the shit out
0: of it. Crazy. It's good though for I think for kids that they have this uh, game to be creative, and and that that's something we're seeing a lot more of now. Mm-hmm. Where, game creation, you know, being able to just create your own worlds and you know in Disney Infinity and, and and things like that. Um, I don't get it. My point being, um, I would have liked to seen this demoed in a different way. Yeah. Like the Who Minecraft was else? cool, but I would have liked to see them apply it to some other game and how. It'll work in in that because it's great, okay, I can look at my Minecraft world that I created in 3D as if it was like a Lego sculpture on a table that I built, but I would like to have seen how a game would
1: have applied. Can you, it's going to be crazy can you imagine like if you're playing like cod blops on it and like <laughs> someone walks into the room they're going to think you've got a mental <laughs> <Just like>. <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> running around with guns in your hand imaginary guns <laughs> pew-pew, pew-pew. I was thinking about uh, actually using it for sports uh, spectating esports. Like League of Legends, being able to just like have that on a table and kind of flip around, kind of thing, and then having stats that you can like bring up, or I don't know, watching StarCraft and then being able to like the StarCraft map is actually Yeah, that would be really cool. Or like,
2: or like, Let's say, obviously Nintendo won't do anything with this for a while, but let's say Mario Party on a table like oh that. Oh my like, god, like,
0: you If there like, was anyone that could do something really cool, I would say Nintendo, like think, like Nintendo Land. with uh, the, Like the Animal YouTube Crossing, thing, I, I could oh just kind god. of
2: like, just oh pop god, up my then. little village and just kind of like, you know, grab my <laughs> seashells. Animal Crossing and, would be a very good, so
0: good showing of how HoloLens would work well with that. See Nintendo.
2: This is what you should do with a fucking conference. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> not happening, unfortunately. Oh, okay. But yeah, I just would have loved to have seen it shown um, with
2: something else
0: um, that wasn't that. Yeah. Yeah, um. Yeah, we'll so, what what else did you guys think about the Hololens? That about covered it. I, I do share some of Anthony's uh, uh, I don't know, concerns about it. I don't. I think it was really cool what we saw, but yeah, we got to see more and we got to see a price point. Yeah, even when they did the Oculus Rift, they never... Sh- yeah, they didn't even show
1: the price for Oculus Rift for yeah. more first. Yeah. yeah. So, None of these
2: things have prices, and that
0: is, and that means that it's going to be ass expensive. Because if it was cheap, they would have been like, "Hey, it's only one99 one They'd be yeah. like,
2: "I think they're still finding a way to make it cheaper." I think that's yeah. why because they don't wanna they don't wanna sink it yes by announcing a price. They literally want to like exhaust every possible thing they can to see if they can get it cheaper. Yeah,
1: you know. At least work on their own, you need a PC or an Xbox to use Hololens. So that's like the barrier to entry straight away. Exactly. Yeah.
2: So even if they make it only $300, you still had to pay $400 for a console. Yeah. So. so anyway,
0: um moving on, um they uh ended the um conference uh with the announcing the Gears ultimate edition, um which is a remake of the first one but redone. Um and it's coming out August twenty fifth, and then the uh, multiplayer demo got Beyonce. Uh, so you can, if you're, uh, I think a um, Xbox Experience participant or something, you could pl- participate in the multiplayer uh, beta or whatever they're calling it. Demo. Bida. Bida. <laughs> um, you can you can participate in it as of yesterday, um, and then they went on to show the new uh, Gears of War that's. Um, being worked on which is actually being
2: titled as just Gears 4 not yes. Gears of War mm-hmm. uh, Gears 4 but there was a subtitle it was like Ultimate oh yeah like, no there was something it's not Ultimate but it had a subtitle Yeah. and I can't yeah, remember it but the fact that it wasn't
0: Gears of War it yeah. was Gears 4 blah 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 Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: and a huge change the characters are not giant roided up freaks yeah they look much less like
2: Fridge mm-hmm.
0: yeah they look like humans yeah. And the other one's a woman this time. Yeah. Admittedly, Gears 3 had quite a lot of female characters in it. They were never featured. No, actually. Yeah, they're actually, like, playable and stuff. Like, they are, of the, f- like, four squads, like, there's, one is Marcus's love interest kind of thing, and she is playable. She's, like, she actually looks a bit like Furiosa only with an angry Bob.
1: Yeah, Furiosa. Then
0: and then there's, a like, a big giant woman with a dreadbox. I can't remember what her name was.
1: But, yeah. Anyway, of all the demos, of all the demos, though, this was the one where, like, it was that dark, not in oh tone, my but in light like, colors. You couldn't see what the fuck was going on. Not at all. Yeah, it was really dark.
0: I like whenever his flashlight went out. He's like, "Oh no, I can't see." I'm like, "Bro, we couldn't see anything." We couldn't see before with the flashlight. <laughs> the
1: one
2: so... thing I will say is that it looks way more survival horror than it does. <laughs> yes. In yes. third person. Yeah, horror.
0: it looks like it's definitely shifting gears. Huh? <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, blocks, blocks. no, but really, you know, like before, before um, you know, the Gears of War games were always very just like run and gun, and like shoot and chainsaw bitches. Yeah, and
2: I mean, it was one that's... of the first games that introduced that waist high cover mechanic. Yes, and sticky cover. Yes, you know, which is certainly which something is now in that every needs to be credited for to sure. Gears of War. Yeah, but, now it's in every game. Yeah, but um, this. I, it's not like I'm excited for this. I never play Gears of War, but if I'm buying an Xbox One, Gears Ultimate sounds like maybe, especially with every fucking game in Canada now being seventy nine ninety nine or like seventy five dollars. Wait, do they go up tax. again? They're seventy four now for anything that was announced at E three is seventy four. So that hurts me, but this was only $39. This is like... This is like back- and that made me at least be like, well, maybe I could, like, think about buying you, because yeah. you're only $40. This is like You N- know,
1: N- like, give it a year, it'll be one of the games with gold as well. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, this reminds me of the N64 cartridge days,
0: when, like, PlayStation games would be, like, $50 or $60, and then, like, N64 cartridges were, like, $80, because... Except the- so it's everything that this... That's this price. Uh, I know. Like, it's... Frustrating and annoying. It was hard enough
2: to afford everything around Christmas before, but uh, yeah. now when everything is twenty dollars more than it was two years ago, plus the tax rate on that extra twenty bucks, yeah, fucking crazy.
0: But you know, a lot of it is just markup. It's not. It's not. It's not the dev- like the developers or the publishers who are saying charge more money necessarily.
1: A lot of it is is just. The stores. Okay, well do you know right. what you have to press. blame? We have because the Xbox three sixty and PS three versions are still coming out for some of these titles, yeah. it's because they can charge extra because they're doing a budget release in yeah. the already. That's another yeah, thing. Exactly.
2: That's another reason too. So they'll still release those ones as fifty nine. Yeah yeah. But a- then the new ones it's gotta be sixty nine, but now it's like no. This is, like, really high quality. This is new. This is seventy five eighty. 75, 80 no, it's like Star Wars Battlefront was the one that kicked it to 80, and now so many other things were like, oh, you went 80? Oh, we'll, we'll go 80, yeah, too. Yeah, that's, that's generally what happens. Like, I get that there's a higher cost associated with development. I do understand that. So maybe if you're going to charge $10 more... You know, I would. It took me a while. I was starting to get used to not enjoying.
1: Used to 69 mm-hmm.
2: 79 nine, seventy nine. I'm like, no fucking. But way. that's only a- that's only for us though. Dude,
1: yeah, that point. The higher high cost of development is our own damn fault. Sorry. What sorry? The higher cost of development is our own damn fault. Like we haven't asked for like Ubisoft with their four thousand employees on a game. Yeah, like. True. So, they literally employ half of France. Yeah,
0: that's point Yeah, it's crazy. So. That wraps up the Microsoft conference and everything that they they talked about. Um, What is everyone's overall thoughts once it was all said and done? Michael, I'll start with you.
2: Um, So you guys all watched this live. Yes. I did not have the opportunity to watch it live, so I saw little text snippets from you guys, (laughs) which at first I thought were like, you guys were, like, making fun of certain things. Because as we go along, we're all making fun of things. So I I thought that it was not going to be, like, an amazing conference. And then after it was done, you guys were like, that was pretty good. And then I watched it, and I was legitimately very interested Mm in getting an Xbox One. I I want one um, a lot now. Um, And, yeah, they, they just... They told you what was coming out, they told you what was coming out this year, they told you what was exclusive and why you needed specifically to have an Xbox One, and the backwards compatibility thing showed me kind of a shift in, you know, management and tone towards gamers, and hmm. um, overall uh, this, I think, was my number one conference
1: from E3 2015.
2: Well, that's very good. Anthony, what were your
1: thoughts? Yeah, I agree. It's my favourite conference from um, E3, and for this, it, I've had an Xbox since day one. But this has been like the thing that made me grateful that I still had it because it just made me feel like I'm going to do more of my gaming there now, um, especially for the next year or so. So yeah, I was really happy with it too.
2: Mm-hmm. Especially, oh, the other thing I forgot to mention at the end of the conference. Um, he uh, Phil Spencer also said that at Gamescom which happens in August we'll see more Quantum Break and we'll see more Crackdown there which are two other big exclusives that while they weren't at E3 hearing more about those then could like if I haven't bought one by then could like (laughs) like, tip you over the edge push yeah Yeah. so we'll see
0: Uh, Cameron yep this was great uh like with the other guys, it was definitely my favorite of all the conferences. It had a lot of stuff that I actually want to play, and yeah, I want an Xbox One now. Very good. And for yeah. for me personally, I mean, like I said, um, I was a very early adopter to Xbox One for particularly one game, <laughs> um, and you know, my, my okay, my whole like struggle this this generation has been, I want to buy a PS4. But at every turn, Microsoft is showing me more and more reasons that I don't need a PlayStation 4. And Sony is showing me less and less reasons as, or is not giving me reasons yeah. as to why I need to buy a PlayStation 4. So I, I'm, I'm very happy and content in my choice to have an Xbox. I feel like if it was the other way around, you know, if I had bought a PS4 first, That I'd be like you, Michael, where I'm like, I need to now have an
2: Xbox. I turned my PS4 on for the first time in six months last week. Well, there you go. That says a lot about, you know, PS4, you know,
0: in general. Not that it doesn't have games. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like...
2: It doesn't have anything exclusive.
0: It doesn't have anything exclusive right now. Not really,
2: no. There There was Infamous...
1: Yeah. yeah, and the order eighteen
2: ninety six. Oh, bloodborne. There was bloodborne too, but yeah. The, that Microsoft's
1: tagline for this conference was "jump ahead," and that seemed like what they were thinking of. Like, this is their chance to sort of bring down that gap. Yeah, because it. And, and I think they've got quite a good chance.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm. I'm really like I said. I'm really excited for Microsoft. I'm excited for. The games that are coming out this holiday, then they got me excited for what's on the horizon, which was good. I mean, they showed just enough Mm -hmm. of what was on the horizon. There were still games they didn't show. Like, there was that Platinum game that uh, was announced last E3 with the dragon or whatever. Yeah. That wasn't
1: shown, so... That's cancelled. That's not been cancelled. Oh, was it? Yeah, because I think the development studio sort of crumbled and they've just cancelled that. Oh, but I thought it was Platinum who was doing it. I thought it was another studio... Maybe I'll get confused with another one. No, there's one that
0: there's a platinum games game yeah, that was
1: a platinum Games yeah, game. Yeah,
0: no, I don't think remember. that. I, you might think of different ones, but I'm um, gonna do everything. Yeah, uh, platinum's like <laughs> I know, they're... Hand in everybody's business. I know, like they're with Nintendo or with Sony, Xbox, the, Square
2: Enix. Like, yeah, so like.
0: Good yeah. kudos to them. I mean I do know. what you need to do to survive in this expensive development. Well, especially
2: world. when you think about how like platinum was like Clover like reincarnated and how Clover struggled so much. Mm-hmm. So like platinum is clearly the successful iteration. Yeah. So
0: um well that concludes our Microsoft coverage. Um flip over to all the other episodes that have shown up in your feed today. And you will get all of our opinions on everything E3 2015.
2: See you soon! Bye! Bye. Bye.